at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. So we're running a little bit late on this story, but uh, I suppose better late than ever. I suppose really today, I mean, I just want to cheer our producers Ndosh and Ntabi Singh. We've had some stories which have lifted us right out of our seats and really made me feel so excited about uh, the work that people are doing in South Africa. It's always uh, easy to hear of the work that people aren't doing, but it's not that often that we hear of the work that people are doing. So now we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is the idea of citizen scientists. What does it mean to become a citizen scientist and how do you do it? So there's a project called Diamonds on the Soles of Their Feet, and it's about monitoring groundwater in the Hot catchment in Limpopo. On the line is Jacqueline Golden, Associate Professor in the Faculty of Natural Sciences at the University of the Western Cape. Prof Golden, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Michelle. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Who got it done? You've been in the Netherlands. Good morning, and it's, it's so great to come in after that last interview that you had, which is just really inspiring. You know, it's all to do with the earth and how we manage it and look after it. Yeah. So if I may call you Jacqueline, you are an associate professor extraordinaire. What, what, extraordinary. What on earth is an extraordinary associate <laughs> professor? <laughs> it just means I'm not, I'm not a staff member with a uh. salary. Um, I supervise students and I work on research grants. So this work I've been doing in the Limpopo is one of the research grants and I work with a a big team in the Faculty of Natural Sciences. So so let's talk about the work that you are doing in Limpopo, groundwater monitoring, and uh, everybody is involved. Yeah, well, I mean, let's just start to off by saying that there are really just billions of people on the globe who rely on this invisible water, this groundwater that's under the ground. And in the Limpopo where we're working, there's like, I mean, 74% in some places, 100% of people who rely completely on water that's in the boreholes for their crops um, and their drinking, et cetera, et cetera. So it's incredibly important. And we just don't know enough about it, mainly because it's invisible, I guess. So what is groundwater? So groundwater is anything that's invisible. It's these, it's the water that's under the ground and the aquifers. It's not the surface water. It's not the rivers that you can see. It's water that's hidden. So we're working with farmers who are measuring this water in the wells and, you know, getting to know more about it, making it more visible in the sense of like kind of finding out what's happening under the ground and, um, and, and, and how to manage it. And obviously, if you're not measuring it, you can't manage it. You know the old cliche, you can't yeah. measure what you can't manage. Yeah. Yeah. So so what is happening to the water under the ground? Well, look, I must say that I'm not I think you need to have a conversation with um somebody like Prof Tokazani Kanyarera in our department. He's the engineer and the geologist and the, the hydrologist who knows really all about the water. I know about people, Michelle. I know how to work with people and to get them involved in in the water. It's about empowering people. It's about, as you say, like your passion for citizen science. Well, I mean, I'm just totally passionate that people who 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 really were 
just you know kind of didn't have the the language to talk about um groundwater now are scientists and they really have the language and they're confident they're empowered so it's not just about the data it's really about kind of transforming society you know getting people who not just scientists with badges and you know kind of our laboratory um getting them to know about water i must just say um we've got an advisory committee on this project and working with a wonderful um, um, woman, Heidi Hackman, who's the director of Future Africa. And she had this fabulous definition of citizen science, which is taking it out of the library and out of the laboratory and right out there into life. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I started being interested in it, um, first of all, when I was watching birds in my neighborhood and trying to understand which birds were disappearing and which birds were arriving. And then mm. I had the opportunity of doing the WWF Walk for Water um, from um, source to city. And on that way, we uh, met a variety of young people who were citizen scientists. Some of them were measuring the uh, insects that were found in water that was streaming down from the mountains, but then moving through settlements and uh, becoming, uh, in some cases, poisoned, but in other cases, not. And then I finally met some young citizen scientists who were measuring the water health um, behind the Howick Falls. And it was was very, very impressive uh, talking Mm. to them, working with them, because, and I think you've touched on this, what struck me about them was how passionate they were about what they were doing. It was not simply a job. It was like, what is this? How is it impacting my world? And how can I make a difference as a a citizen? Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're now going to move. We were looking only at water quantity, you know, the levels in the wells. We're now moving with funds from the NRF um, SASTA. We're moving now to look at water quality and we're going to involve youth. And absolutely, I mean, look, one of the problems with boreholes is they're vandalized. So as soon as people start measuring and starting start caring, you know, they kind of become the eyes and the ears on the ground. There's no more vandalization of wells. I mean, that's amazing. And um, there's no more kind of pollution of wells because people understand that they that they're precious. So yes, absolutely, Michelle. I think once people start measuring, there's this kind of sense of incredible pride you know my own doctoral thesis was on shame and shame really like when people aren't listened to and they're not heard and they don't get the jargon that's needed and they're excluded and Mm. through involving citizen scientists you're really kind of breaking down that wall and people are becoming like incredibly you know proud and they become like the stewards um for the environment i think it's just incredibly important i mean the idea of citizen science uh, and scientists is an idea which uh, goes into the idea of how you become involved in civil society but how you become involved in your society so you don't simply operate for yourself you operate for a community are you finding more and more young people are actually engaging and doing this mm. Yeah, um, we we we're now going to be working with schools and yeah. working also with, um, with youth structures, with youth clubs, and um, with with kind of finding ambassadors in the schools. And I've got a fantastic team in the Limpopo at the moment, led by um, Morindeni Mavungo. I hope you're listening, Morindeni, because Morindeni is doing great work with citizen scientists. And these are scientists in the first phase of the project, Michelle, who were measuring data, and now are so confident that they're now going to be moving into schools to train 
school children um, how to measure and how to understand water. So, you know, it's kind of really from being volunteers, they now are actually employed and they're going to be, they're, they're going to be kind of transferring this knowledge. Um, yeah, so that 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 is, we call it diamonds on the soles of their feet because, you know, they really have this rich, rich data. It's kind of this knowledge that's glittering yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, Prof, it talks to two things. The one that it, talk, thing that it talks to is that, you don't need to go and do a science degree in order to start to understand measurement and the like. And secondly, I suppose what it also talks to is the idea that if we start to go back to indigenous knowledge again and again and again, that is where citizen scientist remains. Mm. Yeah, and you definitely you definitely don't need those, those those science degrees. I mean, what's amazing is we have um, we have people from scientists from UWC going to verify and validate whether the data that these um, the the the, the uh, say ordinary with parenthesis because of course they're not ordinary they are really kind of extraordinary um to validate whether this data is is good and it is it's just as reliable as any you know scientist with a doctorate or degree can be can be can be measuring so that's that, that's awesome but 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 really what's you know what speaks to me I'm an anthropologist Michelle so what really speaks to me is this um, kind of like building a more just society like you know you're not just keeping knowledge to yourself like knowledge is power so giving mm. that knowledge to um to 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 citizen to citizen scientists is really kind of taking it out into the into into life and i think it's just so incredibly incredibly important so i'm like really interested in like those invisible rivers you know under the ground yes. i'm interested in what's in people's hearts what's in their heads pride dignity what you were talking about a few minutes ago um in your experience and i think that that's just so so important so prof golden um if people are listening to you and maybe there's some young school going youngsters maybe older uh, in all sorts of areas around the country, someone may be listening to you and thinking, this is something I'd like to get involved in. If it's not um, groundwater monitoring, I'd like to monitor something else. How do they do that? Well, I mean, first of all, you can, um, should I give my cell number? Um, yes. They can sort of, they can, okay, so it's 084-438-0222. Um, it's Zero three. I mean, if it's a young people, I would really encourage them to come to UWC and do a master's or study if they don't want to study to get involved. They're wonderful projects. They're projects in KZN. Um, Jim, Jim Taylor and Mark Graham are doing me measuring water quality there. The projects all around the country and really to get young people involved and in our particular school project that's been um as i say funded by 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 nrf the water research commission is doing amazing work they're wonderful wonderful projects so please yes do do whatsapp and i'll put them in touch with the citizen scientists as well and kind of you know spread this kind of enthusiasm for 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 science science outside of the laboratory um around around south africa there are people around the globe doing this you know um michelle like it's 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 very it's, it's really really inspiring to see how, how how more and more we're looking also more at policymakers taking this kind of open science mm. um more seriously and supporting it so uh, yeah i think there's Excellent. a there's a 
Mm. Yeah. Professor Jacqueline Golden, she's Associate Professor Extraordinary at the Faculty of Natural Sciences at the University of the Western Cape. Maybe you're listening and you're thinking, man, I'd like to find out more about this. I, I could get involved. There are insects or birds or water or environmental issues that I do want to engage with in my community, wherever that may be. And uh, in which case, you can WhatsApp her on 84 438 And uh, we found this story uh, on the conversation, theconversation.com, focusing on the concept of citizen science. So we want to say thanks to The Conversation. They always have such great articles and it's always so very exciting for sure.